I'm going to be talking about how to serve God. I'm going to use the youth as a topic tonight, but it refers to all of us. First, let's talk, talk about how God used the young people in the Bible. Joseph saved people from a famine. David faced Goliath. Josiah was a teenage king who brought religious reform. And Mary gave birth to Jesus Christ. And tonight, I'm going to be talking about Timothy. Please turn with me to 2 Timothy 1, 3 through 5. 2 Timothy 1, 3 through 5. And it says, I thank God, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, and for my forefathers did, and as my forefathers did, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day. Great, greatly desire to see you being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to repentance, the, the gen, genius faith that is in you, which dwell which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded, persuaded is, and I am persuaded is in you also. As as you see, Timothy was learning about God when he was really young. Drop down a few verses to 13. And it says, Hold fast to the pattern of sound with, Sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Here it's talking about Paul. Here it's talking about Paul seeing, see that Timothy is strong in the word. Now, please turn with me to 1 Timothy 1 18. 1 Timothy 1 18. And it reads This, this change, this charge I commit to you. Son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, but that by them you may wave a good warfare. You may wage a good, the good warfare. Here, Paul has chosen Timothy to be to do God's will and to be and to be a leader. Now, turn with me to First Timothy four twelve. First Timothy four twelve, and it says. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. At the beginning, it says, let no one despise your youth. The word despise in this verse means don't look down on the youth. Don't think just because youth refers to, to young people that we are, aren't strong in the faith. Like when David was facing Goliath, Goliath looked down on him. And David had faith in God and killed Goliath, as we all know. So let's not look down on each other. Because we all want each other to get to heaven. But be an example to the believers. Please turn with me to 1 Peter 5, 3. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 3. And it says, Nor, nor, as, being lords, but being, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And now, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. And it says, For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving an example that you should follow his steps. We, so we need to strive to be an example, so we will lead 
more people to heaven. As we look at as we look at but be an example to the believers in word, what is Paul trying what is Paul trying to say? What is Paul trying to say to tell Timothy? He's trying to tell him two things. First, we need to show people that God is in us. Please turn with me to 2 Timothy 2, 15. 2 Timothy 2, 15. Be, be, diligent to, be diligent to present yourself approving to God, a worker who does, who does not need to be ashamed, rightly divided in word of truth. But, and second, how, how are you saying your words? Please turn with me to Ephesians 4, 15. Ephesians 4, 15. And it says, but speaking, in, but speaking the truth in love, saying your words. And please turn with me to Ephesians 4, 15. Oh, Ephesians 4. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him, him who is the head Christ. So talk to people in love and in kindness. And now turn with me to Colossians 6, Colossians 4, verse 6. Colossians 4, verse 6. And it says, Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may, that you may know how you ought, answer each other, ought to answer each other. So make the word sound good because it is good. It's great. Now let's talk about in conduct. What does Paul mean by in conduct? He means... In your behavior, behavior, how you how you act, uh, how how you're living your life, how do you act when you're at the mall or at a football game? What do people think when they say your name? What do people think when they say Josh Templeton? Is it good or is it bad? Please turn with me to First Peter three, thirteen through seventeen. First Peter three, thirteen through seventeen. And it says. And those, and who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. blessed. And do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled, but satisfy the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you a reason for for the hope of for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear having good conscience that when they def- defame you as evildoers those who reveal your good con- conduct in Christ may be ashamed for it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than good than for doing evil if people see Jesus, Jesus in you, be a good example. Now Aiden is going to be talking about how to be an example in love, spirit, faith, and purity. Well, first off, I'd like to give props to everyone who wears a tie every Sunday. <clears throat> so to start, let's read 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12 one more time. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Josh talked about how to be an example in word and in conduct. 
I'm going to continue on and talk to you about how to be an example in love, spirit, faith, and purity. We'll start with how to be an example in love. In the Greek language, a term for love is phileo, brotherly love. John 4.8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. The love we are to display is to be manifested toward God, our brethren, the fellow man, and our enemies. 1 John 4.11 says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. In the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 39, it says to love your neighbor as yourself. If you flip a few pages back in Matthew, in chapter 5, verse 44, it reads, But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Jesus is telling the multitudes, not only must you love your brethren, but your enemy also. In our world where we, where we live, love is often lacking. We, the Christians, must exemplify the virtue of love. The next word Paul tells us to exemplify is spirit. In the Greek translation, it's pneuma. As used here, it refers to zeal, disposition, or attitude. The idea that Christians should be fervent in spirit is taught in many other passages, such as Titus 2.14, where it talks about being zealous for good works, or in Romans 12.11, about being fervent in spirit while serving the Lord. Also, in the book of 1 Peter, in the chapters 1 and 4, it talks about having fervent love for one another. I used to tell myself before I came up to lead singing, you know, you know, don't, don't smile, don't smile, just don't smile, just keep calm, don't smile. But we're worshiping and praising God. We should be smiling. We shouldn't be gloomily, you know, saying, if the sky is above your gray, you're feeling so blue, sing and be happy. As Christians, we shouldn't look gloomy and upset as we worship. We should be enthusiastic and give a good example to others. Next, Paul says to be an example in faith. Faith can refer to the belief one has as in God or to the fidelity and faithfulness of one's character. Both of these Christians should have. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The Hebrew writer is telling us we have to have strong faith in God, in Christ Jesus. We read of displaying the character of faithfulness in the latter part of Revelation chapter 2, verse 10, when it says, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. To have a strong faith, we can't just stop at believing in God and Christ Jesus, but we have to do His works. People can't read our minds or our hearts and know how big our faith is, but they can judge our faith by our actions and our decisions. So for our faith to be an example, we have to follow God's will. The final thing Paul talks about is to be an example in purity. If we flip a couple pages forward, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, Paul tells Timothy to flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord of a pure heart. In this world, it is hard to be pure. There are temptations everywhere. There's temptations at school, on the bus, in the car by yourself, at home. Temptations are everywhere in this world. Being pure, in my mind, is a huge example to others. Because if you're pure and you can say no to something, then he can, your friend can say no to something. Then his friend can say no to something. And so on and so on. Now let me ask you one more question, and then the lesson is yours. Have you ever thought of maybe a friend, or maybe someone you look up to, or a family member, and thought, well, they lied, so that, that means I can lie, because they're a good guy, they're a good Christian. Or, they drank a beer, so... I can drink a beer because they're a good guy and a good Christian. 
And let me tell you something. People are doing that to you. Whether it's a sibling, a friend, a smaller child from school or church. It could even be someone you've never talked to. Someone is looking at you to be an example to them. And if we can be an example to others, they can be an example to someone else. And then we have a domino effect. So tonight, if you are not baptized and you'd like to give the perfect example to someone else, or if you are baptized and you feel like you haven't been the best example you could be, then come forward as we stand together and as we sing.